going on, goons? This is Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris, from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm joined by my stalwart producer, as always, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Doing pretty good, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we had another amazing People Chris Likes to Get Drunk With show last night at uh, Brooklyn Comedy Club. It was amazing. Everybody should come by uh, and check that show out and all the shows there. Uh, just figure we get the plugs out. Also, go buy the shirt. Go buy the Notes of a Goon shirt. It's available on podcastmerch.com. Not enough of you have bought the shirt. I understand that it came out the same day as Skankfest tickets. Go buy my shirt. Support the show. I don't have a Patreon. We don't ask for much. Yeah, we just want to see you walking around in a in in our merch. It's also not it's a cool looking shirt and it's not overtly an advertisement for the show, which I think makes for the best merch. Facts. Right? You want a shirt that looks like... Like, I have wrestling shirts. I'm not wearing one right now. I'm wearing a shirt that says Outsiders on it. And anybody who knows the Outsiders knows that this is a wrestling shirt. Uh, but if you didn't know the Outsiders, you might not know this is a wrestling shirt. Here's my problem it with that shirt. It just says Outsiders. Huh. It doesn't just say Outsiders. It says NWO real small. On it side. also has an NWO real small over the yeah. left nipple. I'll tell you this. I got this from WWE.com because my other Outsider shirt that didn't say that got ripped. I bought that bootleg on eBay. Significantly better shirt. It's just, it's a much better shirt. Yeah. The no NW, I don't need the wolf pack there. It doesn't have this logo in the picture on the website. Maybe it does now, but not when I bought it, because I wouldn't have bought it. I would just bought another bootleg one off eBay. Not only that, this is a large. I have gone down to a large, and this is still big on me like my extra largest, Mike. That's very bulky. I need it to be snug. The WWE knows that their fan base is very fat, but you don't have to stroke their egos. Just add a couple extra X's on your fucking sizes, guys. That's probably what it is. You know what you get? You know what you get when you order a Notes of a Goon shirt? A fucking well-fitting shirt when you go to podcastmerch.com. You know what it is? It's uh, it's grown men uh, who have a, a massive suspension of disbelief, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you can't sell a fat guy, you know, like a, a 3XL true. guy. A three, He's not going to buy the 3XL shirt. Mm-hmm. He's going to buy the XL. They got to accompany. They got to account for all that. Oh, okay. They got they got to account for the returns from the fat guy who looks at himself and thinks he's very svelte. Right. Versus the guy like you who's like, I'm not going to admit I'm too small for a shirt. That's crazy. I am too small for this shirt. I put it on. This is brand new. Okay, but have you asked for a refund? No, because that's ridiculous, asking for refunds. I've already had it. for. It's been in my closet for a month in the package, and I just wore it for the first time today. I was like, oh, I have a clean shirt. It's the one I haven't worn yet. Mm-hmm. And I threw this on, and I was like, well, this is built for a fatter man. Yeah, fat guys go through too many shirts mm. um, for that to be you know, a thing. So they're, they're, they're just always rifling through shirts. They'll wear it immediately, find out that you know it's, it's on too snugly, and they'll return it to get more food. Yeah, they need more food, those fat fucks. Mm. But go buy our shirt. Podcastmerch.com, Notes of a Goon shirt. It's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. Great shirt. I came up with the idea for it myself. Um, moving on. Here's the thing, Mike. I was on uh, Legion of Skanks a couple weeks ago, and uh, I use my real name. I usually go by Chris from Brooklyn, but I use my real last name, which everybody knows is F, like Frank, A-G-A, if you're really paying attention, right? My last name is Faga. If you're paying attention, people know. Look, it's a much bigger show. And I used the real name two weeks ago. Uh, but I went through some of the YouTube comments. It was very funny. Uh, a lot of people going, oof, saw he, how, why he went by from Brooklyn for so long once they read that. Now, we've talked about having to deal with the uh, having the word fag in my last name uh, uh, for my whole life. And people are always like, that must have been rough. And I'm just like, the playground I used to hang out in was by all the scrapyards my homeless mom returned medals at. 
There's a lot more to make fun of me for than the last name. Yeah, they got they got done by that by like kindergarten. Yeah, like it's like come on, like it's like it's also like I've always been very good at pointing out the really hurtful things. So if like you're being like a dick about my last name enough, like whatever, like you know, uh, you've met my buddy, but like I got a friend who's a fucking he he's in a construction union, and when I was opening my kitchen. He would just be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be like rich in a few years and you'll just be flipping burgers. And I let him say it once, drunk. Have I told this story? No. No. And then the second time he said it drunk, to kind of try to get to me, I go, I go, dude, I'm pursuing a dream. Your dream is to be a musician, right? But instead, but you know you're not talented enough to do that. So instead, you took the job where an Oxycontin addict yells at you all day just so you can move out of your mom's basement. And he left. And I've always been that good at hurting people's feelings, Mike, <laughs> when I need to. And you've never seen me, like, hurt somebody's feelings because I don't like – it's mean to do. Nobody should do that. But it's that's part of having that name and the homeless mom. Like, literally, people were like – it's such a funny thing. Like, people were like, so your mom is, like, homeless. Like, I knew it was, like, rough when I, when I saw my mom sitting on a garbage couch with a guy that we all used to call the macho bum Randy Sewage. I knew it was a major issue. Do you know why we called him that, Mike? Because he only talked like Macho Man. I thought it was going to be because he smelled like sewage. Well, no, Randy Sewage is just better than Randy Savage if he's a bum. You know what I mean? But he always, he was the Macho Bum because he always, he always talked like Macho Man, Randy Savage at all times. And my mom was just sitting on a garbage couch drinking beer with him and the woman we used to call Elizabum. Now, she wasn't demure like uh, Elizabeth, but I did, she was the first woman I ever saw pee standing up, Mike. Multiple times. It was impressive. She would drop trow and P would shoot out in an arc and hit a wall. MVP. M it was fucking crazy. Uh okay. Quick so there's question. a lot more to make fun of me for than the last name, folks. Just, just a quick question. Uh-huh. About Macho Bum Randy, Randy Sewage. Yes. Oh yeah. Do we all right, do we know he was doing a macho man impression? I assume. Right. That's a natural assumption. Because you were introduced to Macho Man before you were introduced to Randy Sewage. Mm-hmm. But is it possible that... I think his name... You know how there's like old Spanish dudes that's like uh, Flacco or whatever. They call him Macho sometimes. So I think he just ran with it. I think he just lost his mind doing drugs. Is Flacco Macho? No, but I mean like it's like an old fucking Hector right. Macho Camacho. It's like a fucking old fucking Spanish guy nickname. He was an old Spanish guy. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, is it possible... That uh, Randall Mario Poffo stumbled upon a man sitting on a garbage couch, hmm. drinking some beers, talking in a way that got the people excited to hear what he was going to say. I mean, it's certainly possible. <laughs> it's certainly possible that uh, Macho Bum Randy Sewage uh, <laughs> gradually emigrated from Florida, where Randy Poffo uh, grew up, to New York. And maybe, who knows, maybe he wasn't a homeless bum at that point. Maybe he, he hadn't found his love of crack cocaine yet. Maybe he was just a real slick guy who walked around with a lot of, like, fringe. Yeah, maybe, maybe he was just a real cool dude, and he coached a Little League team for one Randy Poffo, who later became the Macho Man Randy Savage. Like, every time he had a home run, he'd go, oh, yeah! And you're yeah. like, oh, that's a good thing, I should, I should yeah. take that. That's pretty good. That's solid, right? Yeah. And, like, look, I guess if, if a guy who you coached in Little League mm-hmm. stole your entire gimmick, 
and then went on to become a millionaire. Oh, you're saying had, you think uh, Macho Bum Randy Sewage at one point could have been? He, you think he was working for Randy Poffo's dad in the Florida Outlaw wrestling promotion? Just saying, you know. It, it, but here's the thing, Elizabeth was not really a ring rat. She was. That's the thing. He kind of looked like at some point he was like an in shape guy who just. The chick he rolled with was like. That was a fucking... It looked like she was born homeless. Like, you know how uh, Athena sprang forth from Zeus's forehead? Like, she sprang forth from a dumpster. Okay. But, right, Charles, her name was only Elizabeth mm-hmm. Because she was with yeah. Randy the Macho... Randy... Macho Bum Randy Sewage. Macho Bum Randy Sewage. Right. Get his name right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, there so- was also a guy named Cornbread who had a uh, multiple-decker... He had like a limousine of shopping carts that he would come through, and he had it all decked out, and he would tell you that his name was the original Cornbread. And I was like, I don't know a different Cornbread, so fine. Think he knows Corn Pop? I don't, maybe he was Corn Pop. I mean, you got all sorts of conspiracy theories here, Mike. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? I called uh, him Esther once, and he fucking sliced my throat. What? That's what... Corn Pop's real name is Esther in the uh, Joe Biden story. Gotcha. Um, so the... the right... <sighs> I was trying to I was trying to link all these pieces together, right? But you wouldn't call her Elizabeth if she wasn't with him, no, right? So like she's just some fucking trash that he picked up uh-huh. along the way, yes, right? After he'd already like drunk himself. Are you calling her Sensational Sherry? I mean, <laughs> tell me she didn't look a lot more like Sensational Sherry than she, she did. did. She yeah. didn't have a long butt though, you know. Sensational Sherry had that eighties long butt going. How was she keeping a donk on her with a fucking while while sitting on outside couches and peeing standing up? That doesn't sound like. I mean, I was just saying she was a thicker woman. Mm. All right, but yeah. So there's more to make fun of me than my last name is all I'm saying. But it did get me thinking. It was like uh, I saw a thread uh, on somewhere on social media where it was like, "What's the last thing that changed your mind?" And I remember what changed my mind about. Uh, Gay people adopting kids because I was against it when I was really young and I had no information on it. I was just being stupid, like I was being ignorant. Like I like literally was just like I thought, like I was thinking of it from my life perspective. And there's already enough stuff to make fun of. It's like it's like my mom was addicted to crack, so people were like, "Well, your mom probably sucks dick for crack," which is bad enough. But if somebody's like your dad, definitely sucks dick for crack, that would really suck. So I just thought of it through that lens. Of like gay adoption And then once I could separate myself And realize how much better Any parent that went through an adoption process Was than either of my parents Ever could have been I was like yeah alright gay adoption's fine If they're getting through the process I don't think they're making them gay Makes sense I know dudes with gay dads Who are not gay Then again I guess their dads didn't know at this age either Yeah I mean You think we're gonna find out those guys are gay Yes, I 100% think uh, Dwayne is going to come out as gay. Dwayne? Isn't Dwayne oh, Dwayne Cullen? I wasn't even talking about Dwayne Isn't Cullen. he the one who has two gay dads? He does have two. He has, well, one gay actual dad and then a side dad. Oh, yeah. That's what they call him, side dads, right? <laughs> is, your, is, your, is your gay dad your daddy? No, I have two guys I grew up with whose dads turned out to be gay. Two guys, um, two guys that Dave went to elementary school with, Dave Smith. Um, but, yeah, so there's... You can do more than make fun of somebody's last name, all right? It's fine. I only went with the from Brooklyn thing because of the Ron Bennington thing. He just started calling me that, and I was like, oh, we'll do that on a podcast. And then it's been way too long, and I was just like, I'll just keep doing this. And then sometimes you just, it's fucking stupid of me, right? 
I mean, I don't know. It's a branding thing. You've spent 10 years building it. It doesn't make sense to just go up and drop it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I like it. It's fun. It's fun to be able to come back and forth. And then if I can always say all those horrible things I said, I said in character. Checks out. Yeah. Because I did. Because Chris from Brooklyn is a character. It's, it's a weird meta character that understands it's a character. It's like Deadpool in the comics. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you are the, you're clearly the Deadpool of this network. Am I? Yeah. That's a fucking great compliment, dude. I was just saying, the guy who can like always look at the camera and be like, yeah, I mean, all of this is just, we're, we're doing play radio with our friends. Yeah, this is, well, this is nonsense. <laughs> Everything we do is nonsense. This is, <laughs> this is life fantasy camp. I can't believe, we, we've said that, that's how we started, those are the first two episodes of this show, it's just being like, we get to just do this. I'll always, if you haven't listened to the early episodes of this show, I always say this. Mike once looked at me on acid at a Capitol Wrestling event and go, how do we, how do we get these jobs? How, how did this happen that we got these jobs? Which was a great moment. But you'd also make fun of me for attempting to be an adult clown. It's also a silly, it's a silly thing to try to be. Yeah, I mean, to be a fair. A traveling adult clown. I'm going door to door selling jokes. Me and Robbie Bernstein have literally been slinging jokes in backyards for sandwiches and donations. I mean, that's essentially just giving alms at that point. Yeah. Um, no, but like, uh, oh, fuck, I had, I had something, um. You didn't smoke weed before the show, Mike. This is why you're you're losing everything. Yeah, I swear, my brain is just not. It's the first right time now. you've never smoked weed before before we did a podcast. Yeah, maybe. Um, I also only slept three hours last night because I was sleeping in a bar. It was a goddamn nightmare. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Let's move on, and we'll talk about that. Hold on, hold on, huh. hold on. You remember this thing? I'm gonna remember this fucking thing. Okay. It's killing me. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. At the time when I was like all jazzed up about how awesome my job was, right, mm-hmm. and like this awesome thing that we get to do. Uh, I was homeless, yeah. and I slept in a park that night. Well, you slept in a bar last night, and you don't, you don't even drink. All right, you're right. We should move on. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, you called me this morning, and you go, or this afternoon, and you go, I missed, you had to have the air conditioner service at the comedy club. Yes. And the guy called you at what time? 8.15. And you were supposed to be there at what time? 9 a.m. That's on you. No. I think you have a two-hour window. An hour before and an hour after, service guy's got to be there. So I got to be up at 7 a.m.? No, you just got to have your phone ringer on and be ready to answer the phone. I work in production. My phone ringer's never on. Well, it should be on. You need to turn it on for certain things, buddy. Unacceptable. That's just how you get things fixed in your home. Like, anybody that's coming to fix a thing, you can tell them, like, you can tell them, like, no, absolutely not. I won't do that early in the morning. But even, like, my super is going to show up maybe a half an hour early and maybe a half an hour late. And he lives three doors down. There's no excuse for that. Like, he will try to fix something at 9 a.m., and I'll be like, no, no shot. And he'll be like, okay, how about 11? And I'll be like, sure. And he'll show up at 10.30. Sometimes 11.30. It's going to be a window. It's always going to be a window. Bro. If I knew that you weren't going to put your phone ringer on when you were going to sleep last night... I would have told you to put your phone ringer on because that guy's going to show up early. Or there's a chance he will. That's the thing about service guys. I would assume late. No, service techs, especially if you have an early appointment, they want to get to you as early as possible because they want to just bang it out and leave. Then why would he say nine? Why not say eight? If he thought there was a chance What time was your alarm set for? Nine. 
Well, that you you got to set it at least fifteen minutes early. Then you would have called him within a half an hour. Did you call him as soon as you woke up? Of course. What did he say? Uh, I heard kids screaming in the background. He's like, "Hey, man, I called you. Nothing I can do." And I was like, "Dude, I was sleeping within eyesight of you. There was something you could have done. You could have knocked on the door. You could have knocked on the door. Yeah, I didn't see. I don't know where you. I wouldn't have seen you either. I would have showed up, pushed the door. It would have been locked, and I would have called you because that's what you do in that situation." It was a glass window, and I'm in the booth. I guarantee you he was five blocks away getting a bacon, egg, and cheese when he called you. And was like, well, I guess the guy's not there. I guarantee you. Yeah, whatever. It fucked my whole day up. I'm sure. Because then he didn't come back to what, three? Two. That's pretty brutal. And then he couldn't do anything. He needed to get a tech out there, so they couldn't actually start working on it until four. So now I'm supposed to be at the club now, and we're recording this episode. Mm. I mean, that's really that guy's fault. What's his name? Tony. Fuck you, Tony. Right? And then he's a fucking prick no, to you, me. You get to be you get to be mad. Don't get me wrong. You get to be mad about this. Right. Okay. So this was this was like the crux of it. Okay. Uh-huh. So I got fucking testy with him because I'm like, dude, like this is a this is a commercial establishment, right? Yes. No one is supposed to live here. I went above and beyond and slept here so that I could make sure I didn't mm-hmm. fuck up your timing, right? But no one lives here. Right? It's a commercial building. Yes. Which means that you're not ringing on doorbells. Somebody has to come here to meet you. Mm -hmm. You gave a time, Mm -hmm. showed up 45 minutes for that time. Said, I showed up a half hour early. I'm like, I have the phone receipt. It was from, you called me at 8.15, which means you were here at 8.10 for a 9 a.m. appointment. At 8.15, he was five blocks away ordering a bacon, egg, and cheese. So he was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He knows the game he was playing. He dropped his kids off somewhere at 8, called you at 8.15, you didn't pick up, and he was like, well, I'm going to eat some breakfast and go pick up the kids from whatever fucking stupid thing they were doing. If you heard kids running around in the background, that's what happened. I'm thinking he went home to be with his family, mm. right? And then I hit him up later to be like, what? he's like, yeah, I'll be there in like an hour. This is at uh, 9 Said o'clock. this at 9. Yeah, well. Yeah. They're, so wor- thinking, they're worse than crack dealers. I'm thinking this guy, right, who's, who told me he was going to be here at 9, shows up at 810. If he says he's going to be here in an hour, he should be here in 15 minutes. So, yeah, you could have left, gone home, slept some more, actually got some sleep. And come back. But instead, you were just there until 2. I was waiting for him. You, why didn't you just go back to sleep in the bar? I, at that point, I was up, and I started doing booking, and I realized that I screwed up my booking, too. So I had to do Yeah, I got thing. that email. <sighs> that was a real unfortunate So, I mean, time. good on Tony. He got you so riled up, you realize that you fucked something else up that you're probably, it's probably a good thing you didn't fuck up. Yeah. Right? Got all my booking done for the week. That's Sounds nice. like Tony's a fucking godsend for you, dude. So anyway, fucking, so Tony, right? Then I call him again mm-hmm. an hour later, and I'm like, dude, where, where are you? You said you're going to be, I call him like, an, 90 minutes passes, mm-hmm. right, from the hour. Okay. Call him, like, hey, man, you said you're going to be here an hour. That was over an hour ago. Okay. What's going on? He's like, oh, I'm in Williamsburg. I'm working right now. Okay, so. Now, how does that help you? Dude, I had a guy the other day, I was supposed to meet somebody, and. He calls me and he goes, oh, I had to stop by my farm. I was like, dude, I didn't even know you had a fucking farm. What are you talking about? It was a real estate guy. You're supposed to show me a space. He goes, oh, I'm at my farm. And I go, why the fuck would I care if you have a fucking farm, dude? It's a reasonable question. Like, who says that to a person? Mm. I was like, I'm at this storefront that you're supposed to show me. And he goes, ah, dude, I forgot. He didn't even say I forgot. He goes, yeah, I just had to do this thing at the farm. And I'm going, no, you text. 
and go, I can't show you the, before I'm supposed to, not even when I get, like, an hour before, you, you knew an hour ago you were at a farm far away. Right. Why am I finding out that you're at a farm when I'm at the place? Some people are just inconsiderate, Mike. Right, but so, yeah, if he forgot, then it makes sense for him to not text. If he knew, if he knew full well. Look, look, was he at his farm? Because maybe he had to save some baby chicks. Somebody fell down a well. Could have been a whole thing. Could have been. Tony, the HVAC guy, definitely has a farm. You think? Yeah. You think that's what the issue was? Yeah, he had to go to his farm, dude. You know, the farm's far away, dude. Motherfucker. Well, he finally shows up. Um, and then, you know, like I, I, another time he calls me, right? Calls me when he's like, I guess, on the way mm-hmm. or something. And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm like a half hour away. Or yeah. no, no. He's like, he's like, all right, man, I'm coming to you right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, like I, I've heard that one before. And he and like we just get into that again, right? Becomes like a, a bit of a uh, us like talking shit back and forth. And he's like, I was there earlier today and you weren't. I was like, I was here. I was sleeping here. What's wrong with you, right? Get into it. And then it. he goes, what's wrong with you? You're sleeping in a bar, you fucking drunk. So we get into this whole back and forth, right? And then he sees you. He goes, holy shit, you really do look like a drunken hobo. Walks up, and he's like, well, were you the guy who was talking all that, 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 that shit to me? Was he a big man? Was he a bigger guy? He right? was bigger than you. Eh, whatever. He thought he, could, he thought he could take you. Maybe. Tony thought he was going to fucking take off that tool belt and smack you the fuck around. Yeah, so Tony was in. He was like, he was immediately puffing his chest out like, yo, who was talking all reckless to me? And I was like, what are you talking about? I slept in a bar to accommodate your schedule, and you fucked up and showed up an hour early. And he's like, no, it was a half hour. I was like, I got the read receipts. Like, what are you talking about? And we go back and forth. And, like, dude is like, at every turn is like, I'm blessing you with my help today. And I'm like... No, you're a fucking contractor who is coming out on a Saturday. Like you clearly Does he have... work for the air conditioner company. No, it's his company. Oh, that's why he does not give a fuck. There's no boss to go to. You gotta always go. You gotta hire a guy that has workers that they sent, because the workers can get fired. Right. So that's my problem. Right. So this guy had to come out, uh-huh. had to assess the situation before he sent his tech out. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker assessed wrong. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, you're going to need fucking like dedicated lines and all this shit is wired wrong and this is a problem and that's a problem and I'm going to send my tech over here. It's He can maybe give you a temp fix, but it's going to, you know, it's going to be like a full day's job. Fucking tech shows up. He's like, no, this is wired right. This is wired right. This is wired right. He's got to, I need this one piece. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour's worth of work. It's a phone ringing in there? Yeah, there's a, there's a phone ringing. You know. Pick it up and hang it up. What the fuck? Who is it? Ask who it is. Who is it? Is it for me? It's Peter McNab. Is it Peter McNab? Patrick McNab. It's Patrick McNab is on the fight. Sorry, I'm on uh, with Chris from Brooklyn right now. We're on his show, Notes of a Goon, and you called into the studio while we're recording. How are you? Chris says, how are you? What is happening? If what? Call Ralph. I'm I'm really not sure, man. I gotta you'd you'd have to talk to to Bobby uh, Bobby or or you know any of the guys Ma- who have the power to do that. Mike, I just I just wanted you to silence the f- phone while it was ringing on on the recording. All right, man. Talk to what you. It, what you, you you pulled a real Tony there, Mike. I'm said, bro. You told me to pick up the phone. You I didn't said, say pick, pick up, up the phone. phone. I you said, said tell me who it is. I had to pick up the phone to find out who it was. I you could read the fucking caller ID, Mike. The caller ID was wrong. 
What did it say? It said another name, and the guy's name was Patrick. And I would have told you just hang up on him. All I, I wanted you to do, to, I wanted the phone to stop ringing in the fucking recording. Well, it did. All right, well, I'm glad Tony fucked you over today. I'll tell you that right now. Tony fucked my whole day up. Yeah, well, that happens. Shout out to Tony. Thanks. Moving on. One of our favorite people to shit on on this show is Jen Psaki. Because I'm strangely attracted to her. You say she's a six. Um, on a great day. That's Everybody keeps saying that to me, but I'll tell you. It, like I said, it might just be, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It might just be because I uh, lost my virginity to a cold ginger uh, that I find her attractive. But she was on the news. Um, apparently, the government is working with Facebook on who to throw off for misinformation. And there's this whole thing about it. And then she comes, I sent you a video that came out after she put did, did the press release for the whole thing where she's going, yeah, like we're working hand-in-hand hand with Facebook to figure out who we should throw off Facebook for, uh, for misinformation. Which Now, this is the government, the same government, the same side of the government that had been saying for fucking a year and a half that the lab leak thing had no legs, and then it had legs, not to wear masks, and then to wear masks. All this fucking shit that they've been spreading misinformation on, and then... Fucking, the vaccines are fine, the vaccines are not, who needs him? The fucking, dude, the narrative changed so much in from government and from, like, local government, small government during COVID. Like, it literally, it felt like 1984 at points, where they were like, no, they were always saying wear a mask. Like, people were saying to me, no, they were always saying to wear a mask. I'm like, no, they absolutely said not to wear And it would just change weekly where it was like the oh we've always been at war with eurasia thing and so now this lady says this play this fucking video this fucking cold first of all she looks like a cold dead woman right Why can't I? Okay. She, she well, looks like the hot redhead from Star Trek but if she became like a withered witch via sorcery you know what I'm talking about Jerry Ryan um, the cyborg chick? Seven of nine. Yes. Yes. I forgot you watch a lot of Star Trek. I don't. I just remember that show being very popular when I was a kid. I, for some reason, cannot fucking pull up the... I can't pull it up for it to be on the monitor, so it just sound cool? Uh, yeah, sure. Eight I, steps there. What? I like, to look at, I like to look at it. All right, give me a second. I'll make it so you can look at the fucking broad. Well, I want to make fun of her appearance, Mike. We're doing a comedy show. I need to make fun of... Women's appearance. You're making. You're making. This fun is a of her. misogynistic comedy show, Mike. That's what you're doing. You're making fun of her. You're not just. You know. I'll take a look. Extremely attracted to this. She's just quite clearly a three. She's she's very cold, Mike. Mm. There's something about her coldness that I really like. All right. Let's see here. That we have. Um, look, she's like a lizard. You know, that could be constructed so for the public health uh, of the country. Are. Uh, providing uh, for for Facebook or other platforms to measure and publicly share the impact of misinformation on their platform uh, and the audience it's reaching. Uh, also with the public, with all of you, um, to create robust enforcement strategies that bridge their properties and provide transparency about rules. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others. Uh, Pause it. That's, the, that's the issue uh, I had to think. You shouldn't be, like, we went from, a month ago this narrative was, they're private companies. They can do whatever they want to, well, if you're banned from Facebook, you should be banned from Twitter. That's fucking insane. You might have different content messaging on both of those platforms. Mm -hmm. I know I go to Facebook to spread misinformation, but then on Twitter, it's really just dick jokes. Mm. 
I keep all my misinformation spreading on Facebook, Mike. That's where I do it. That's what it's for. Checks. Because I know a lot of old ladies are going to watch it there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a fucking crazy thing that it really it went from. And I've said this. Did I? I feel like I must have said this on the show. But like, there's there's this thing where I do believe that they're private companies and they should be able to do what they want. I don't think they should be treated like these tech companies should be treated as public utilities. I think the actual fix to this is just shaming people who want to deplatform people. You know what I mean? Like the people, like we should. It it is. You can believe that they're public, they're they're private companies. They can do whatever they want, but you can also believe that it's wrong for them to deplatform people, and that anybody that's calling for deplatforming has a serious character flaw, and should honestly shut the fuck up. I mean, I've told you this before. If you're going to send an angry tweet out, what you should do before you hit send on that tweet is you should uh, take a piece of paper, fold it in three, put it in an envelope, seal the envelope, and walk to the nearest mailbox. If by the time you get to that mailbox, you still are angry, go ahead and send hit send on that tweet. If you can't do that, shut the fuck up. And we as a society... Really need to start telling these fucking idiots to shut the fuck up. Do you not agree with me? 100%. Like, that's what it is. Like, it's not that the tech companies need to fucking have this weird free reign. The government doesn't have to get involved. We just literally all have to say, shut the fuck up. Because 90% of us believe that the people who want to deplatform people, who want to fucking kick people off shit are fucking assholes. You know what most people say when they find out like somebody got kicked off of a show or got fired or got canceled? They go, well, like they should have known that people were going to get mad if they had said that. But you're not disagreeing with what the person said. No, I think they should be able to say that. It's just like you got to know people are going to get mad. That's what people fucking say. Well, you got to know it's going to be a problem. It's like, well, no, we all spoke up. And said, no, you're the problem for getting mad at this shit. That would solve the fucking problem. Societally, we should be shunning these people. They are tattletales. When did we start liking tattletales? I don't think we ever did. They stink. All of them fucking... And it's so fucking crazy now. Like, this is the thing. So this comes out. And now, obviously, there's been all this... There's been all these apps that have been created if you get to... Play, you know, par- parlor, gab, all this shit. And now there's people worried about government spying in their phones. And they've literally come out with this thing. It's called, you pull up a picture of the Freedom Phone. Google it real quick, Mike. Um, <clears throat> I'll, re- I'll read you a little bit about it right now. Um, the Freedom Phone, it's a MAGA branded Freedom Phone. Uh, I just read the Gizmodo review. It's a, um, this guy is saying, basically it's just a, um, Actually, yeah, go to the, just, uh, I think there might be a commercial for it. Here, is this it? Yeah, that's it. But uh, pull up the picture of the be- where it says best phone down there, which is the dude. So basically, this guy is just doing an infomercial uh, that to keep away from big, t- this phone costs $500. It claims to offer conservatives a way to be free of big tech spying and censorship, though it's radically vague on the details. Like a random handgun, the phone should be treated as if it were loaded and dangerous because we simply don't know what's in the chamber. This is what Gizmodo says. But apparently it's just a bastardization of... That's so corny. Yeah, it's very corny. Uh, But it's just a bastardization of the uh, Android OS, which is less secure than Apple OS, even though I use it. 
and it's called Freedom OS, which pretty retarded. Um, and it's it's such a it ha, it comes loaded up with uh, an app store. First of all, the app store is called Patriot. What? Oh, you have it here. What's going on? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Didn't realize I was on the screen. My bad. Um, so yeah, the so this phone has all these apps in it already, and it's just it's got it's got our our boys Duck Duck Go, Signals preloaded on it, Parlors preloaded on it, something called Brave, which I don't know what that is. What is Brave? Do you know? Looking it up right now. Oh, it's, uh, a, it's, oh, a, it's a different web browser. Secure, okay, it's a different secure browser. Oh, it's got a lion on it. Ooh, scary. Um, so, the, uh, so apparently the guy is a crypto millionaire who's also like kind of a huckster who designed this shit. Um, Checks out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, do you remember the Jitterbug phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's watch the commercial for the Jitterbug phone, which was the phone for seniors. That's all this is. This is just a phone for scared senior citizens. This is like, remember when they would come out with the stories about how ecstasy put holes in your brain? Yeah, that's not true. And then true. your mom would be like, ecstasy puts holes in your brain. You know what I'm saying? Is that not true? I always thought that was true. Yeah. Do you know how much ecstasy you would have to eat to put a hole in your brain? No. Tell me how much. Fucking, I think for mice, it was like grams and grams, which is a lot for a mouse. So probably pounds for you. I mean, getting there one gram at a time. You're eating a gram of molly at a time? Maybe. You don't know what I do. That's a lot of molly. I need to be really happy. I'm thinking you're doing point twos at best. All right. That's fair. It's still a high dose, Mike. Are you ready for this Jitterbug commercial? Yeah, let's watch the Jitterbug commercial for the old people. If you don't remember this. This holiday season, Complicated is out. Simple is in. Everything about Jitterbug is simple. It has a comfortable keypad, a bright screen, a powerful speaker. It even eliminates background noise. And no one else gets such personal service. Jitterbug is the friendly cell phone experience you've been waiting for. I'd be happy to place that call for you, Mrs. Kelly. Ooh, child. Okay, Mrs. Davis, I'll add that name to your phone list. We're here to help 24 hours a day. Jitterbug. Jitterbug. With nationwide service and affordable plans, Jitterbug is the perfect gift this holiday season. Service starts at just ten dollars a month. Jitterbug is available right. at Best Buy, CVS Pharmacy, and other. You cut that, but isn't it funny how like the so we agree that the Freedom Phone is really just being marketed to the same people that Jitterbug was marketed to, and it's funny how the priorities of senior citizens in the last fifteen years have come from well, it's got big buttons so you can see it and it blocks out other noise. Also, you'll talk to a white or black person on the phone instead of a smelly Indian. Like, that was the advertisement for the jitterbug, for the jitterbug. It's just like, hey, old people, you're being left behind. But you need this thing because you're going to fall down, and they don't sell medic alert bracelets anymore. Jitterbug. And now it's kind of like, the Democrats are spying on you! Jitterbug. Joe Biden's going to rape your children! Jitterbug. Jen Psaki's going to pull her skin off and eat your soul! Also, Facebook is scary. I don't even know what TikTok is. Maybe it's the Chinese controlling your mind. And you can you can get this at Best Buy, Circuit City, and all the other old people stores. One more thing, you signal it's encoded. I know you don't even know what any of these things do. We have our own app store. You can buy a Trumpy bear there. 
cook out of freedom food. Remember the jitterbug that dance you did a hundred fucking years ago? It's fucking back and it's a fucking phone. Jitterbug. Moving on. <sighs> What's up? You give me a little neck thing. Yeah, because we got we got to kill this. It's seven thirty. No, we had to do a little more time, Mike. I'll pay for your cab to to, to work. <sighs> We got, two, we, got, we got two things. We got two things. We got two things. We got to ask the goon, and we got to talk about these uh, sluts on the bus. You want to talk about the sluts on the bus, Mike? All right, Chris. It's going to be fine. Can we, can we revisit this on Monday? Can we just, like, can we just hit like a... And then come back on Monday? Well, you could uh, get some chewable tablets from BlueChew.com. Uh, you got to go to BlueChew.com, uh, and uh, they're an online pharmacy. Uh, and, and what they do is they give you a quick uh, survey, and uh, you chew the tablets up, uh, and uh, you chew them, and they have the same ingredients as Viagra or Cialis. So what you do is you go to BlueChew.com, use the promo code GOON. You're going to get your first month free. Free? It's, yeah. You just pay $5 shipping. And then they send you a shitload of BlueChew that'll make your fucking dick rock hard. BlueChew tablets. I apologize. BlueChew's the company. They sell tablets, Mike. They sell tablets that you chew and uh, increase the service area, gets in your bloodstream faster possibly, and uh, makes your dick fucking hard. So you go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code GOON. You get your first month free. Just pay $5 shipping. Moving on. All right, let's talk about these bus sluts real quick. Seriously, we can't do it. All right, let's go. How long has the show been running? I, I don't know. I think you had somebody to cover you. Not really. What do you mean, not really? I don't. I don't. But it's fine. We're doing this fucking bus slot story. Let's and then go. You got to do a quick ass the good one, but it's a quick one. All right. All right. We got the bus slots. Okay. You want? Pull up the video. All right. Now, so there's these three women who apparently I kept seeing this story pop up. So the headline is three women go on a road trip together in a school bus. After finding out they were dating the same man, now jump about ten seconds into this story and let's wa- let's watch a few a little bit of this clip because I want to know more about these women together. Meet Abby, Becca, and Morgan, three women who until recently never knew each other. But then seven months ago, they all learned that the guy they were dating was the guy the other was dating. And not just them, six-timing them, dating six different women all at the same time. Pause it for a second. I Mike. met him. Okay. What happened to the other three women? They're doing this bus trip. That's all we know so far. They're going on a bus ride across the country. I, they started in Boise, Idaho. Uh, six women got six times by this man. By the way, fucking cool dude alert. <laughs> I don't know how you could possibly have six girlfriends. I, these guys who have six girlfriends? How do you do that? Do you know how annoying any one girlfriend is? Sounds like a nightmare. Side pieces never know their side pieces, and that gets annoying. I've had friends that have two girlfriends, and I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Just fuck a slut. Six? Six is crazy. Where do you find the time? What was he doing? Couldn't tell you. But I'll tell you this. What? So you think these three pitched it to the other three, and they were like, no. We, I th- we all think you're whores. We all think we're each other as whores. Like, we don't like you. We don't want to be friends. Becca and fucking... Morgan, by, by the way, she spells her name B-E-K-A-H, Mike. Becca? Becca. That's unacceptable. Yeah, it sound, isn't that like, it sounds like fucking... Uh, Bacall? Yeah, it sounds like a, uh, a falafel. Becca? With a K-H? That's like a falafel stand. Bacall. Bacall. And Abby, with A-B-I is how Abby spells it. This guy's just got a fetish for poorly 
fucking spelled girl names. Six women went on this trip. With six women started this, three women on this trip. Now, let's watch a little bit more of this. With the, yeah, let's watch a little bit more of this video. In 2018, while he was dating Morgan, um, and we started um, talking and dating in the summer of 2020. So they sent me a text and they were like, hey, we need to know about your relationship with this guy. They were basically like, yeah, like we're both dating him too. And that was like such a weird moment. Like he had just left my house. So I open the front door. He's standing there holding a bouquet of flowers. He asked me how my day was. And I say, yeah, I actually made some new Pause friends it. today. Right here. Flip I just it. want to look at the three of them. Okay. <clears throat> now we all know the rule of every group of girls automatically just listens to the hot one in the group. And then they do this thing. What's that? 10 times out of 10. Right. Um, which watched one? it happen last night. You watched time. it happen last night? Real time. What happened? Group of five girls walks up to the club. Hey, girls, want to come check out a comedy show? Gave them all the pitch. Was pitching the fucking fun, fat one who was, like, charismatic and was talking to me. Because you thought... Because that seems... She in a seems group of like men, the leader. That, in a group of men, that's the leader. Right. So she had leader vibes, okay. right? Was immediately, like, asking, was answering questions, was talking to her, right? But when it came time to, like, for the decision-making, like, all right, y'all coming in, to a fault... Every single one of them stopped looking at me and turned their heads towards the hottest one in the group. Let me ask you a question. Mid-20s, early to mid-20s. Mm-hmm. What is it about women in their early to mid-20s, college age through like 25, where they always just defer to the prettiest girl? That is a common, and I think every man I've ever talked to is acknowledges. They literally just go, well, I mean, she's going over there, and I'm like, yeah, but we're having fun. Yeah, but like, it was like, Fuck her. Do you even want to do that? Well, no. And I'm like, there's three of you and one of you. First of all, you just can take her. You're the fat one. Go hit that bitch. What are you doing? I really think it is a thing like where women at a certain point, like, they just haven't figured out agency yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like if they're in a group, uh-huh. every, all the guys are going to talk to the hot one, which makes her the most valuable to the group. Is that what it is? And also, I think, because they get a lot... Like, the hot one gets a lot of stuff that the other girls want. Of course. It's a little like a weird vanity thing. You just want to be with a hot chick, right? You want to be around a hot chick? Yeah, dude, Milo talked about that. Gay, straight, who cares? Everybody wants touch 10. Yeah. Does not matter. Um, but it's I so- was hit on by a very... An attractive, effeminate, very fabulous gay man last night. And I was like, damn, I got it. Dude... There is no, I've said this a million times, and I know it's been talked about on countless podcasts, but like, there's something about when like a fucking hot gay dude hits on you. I've always said this like, like about, about look, every man has fucked a woman based on their personality. Sure. When a man is like, I will fuck you, it is basically just because he wants to fuck you. Like, you are attractive. Like, that is a better compliment. <laughs> like, it's like, it's literally like, he, it's your brain. Your lizard man brain is going, this this guy who can have any dick in here, really, is just like, I'll suck yours. Here, you want a Pabst? I dig it. Yeah. You want a, I'm drinking Topo Chico hard seltzer. There you go. I feel like this will attract some gays. Topo Chico? That'll work. It's fun to say. They like saying fun things. They do like saying fun things. Yeah, they're fabulous. Let's watch some more of these whores on the bus. Oh, Christ. I need you to pick the one that you think did it. Oh fuck! Hold on. God damn it! I just... 
Excited of the stupid fucking... Why would you do that, Mike? Because it was an accident. The whole chunk of this show... This break is about bus sluts. It says it right on my notes. Bus sluts. Well, it says it in the notes. All right. Summer of 2020. So they sent me a text and they're like, hey, we need to know about your relationship with this guy. They're basically like, yeah, like we're... Both dating him is it too. the middle? And All right. So that was like such a weird moment. Like he had just pause it, left pause it. my house. So now, I don't think here. I think it was the middle chick that organized this, but I don't think the one on the left realizes she's hotter than the middle chick. Can we say that? No, I disagree. You think I, the one in the middle is hotter? No, I think I think. Mm, who is the girl, hot girl leader in this dumb fucking... Well, this is different, right? Because this is a six-time Where situation. are they pooping, by the They're way? They're going to defer to whoever he's been dating the longest. You think it's different that way? Yeah, I think so. Because they all gonna... need this, this weird soul-searching that starts in Idaho. Yeah. And drives through the country in a bus without a toilet in it. I guess. It doesn't have a toilet? I mean, where the fuck do you put a toilet in a bus? They just bought a bus real you quick. put a toilet in a bus. I mean, I guess they got those toilets that you shit in and then it vacuum seals your poop real quick. Yeah, that works. Do you know about that? Did not, but... Dude, you poop in a toilet, right? And then you push the button and it vacuum seals the poop so there's no smell. And then it just seals that vacuum seal poop into another part of the toilet. Pretty dope. Yeah, it's a pretty dope, it's a pretty dope technology. Um, <clears throat> they're, so they, they're talking about their... Uh, they have a rough route to get around the country. They're winging it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they're chicks. They can't navigate. I mean, they, I mean, they have phones. Yeah, but the phones know they're chicks. That's true. There's going to be a lot of stops at kitschy shops. Mm-hmm. Oof. It's going to take a long time to get across the country. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll, I drove to Asbury Park with my girlfriend. and she. Have you ever driven with a woman uh, in a car where, you, where you're driving and she's sitting in the passenger seat? It's been a while, probably. Uh, I've never been driving with yeah, one of no. my boys... And felt the need to point everything out on the trip. Like I've driven, I've driven Lewis places, I've driven like Zach places, and I, vice versa. I've never been like, "What's that over there?" I'm like, "Lady, I'm driving." So I've been getting, I have been getting a lot of though. Like when I'm in the car with Alex, especially, uh-huh. she'll be like, "Oh, look at the skyline." Why would you do that? I don't to know. a person. Stop doing that while people are dr- And Alex drives everybody around, and none of us do that to her. No, no, she. I'm saying while she's driving, she yeah. makes me look because she can't. Dude, my girl, she just wanted to go for a, a, a drive, and she's going like, do you ever like notice like uh, like beach stuff when you, you were just out in like Point Pleasant? Is there somewhere like closer? I was like, how the fuck would I know that? I looked at her and was like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> how on earth would I know if there's something to do between the studio and Point Pleasant, New Jersey. She was like, well, you went out there back and forth a few times. You didn't notice anything. I was like, on the highway? Yeah, I noticed that there was a bunch of Wawa's. That's it. Like, what the... F- like, what... I think they just have... So these girls are going to be very distracted. I don't think they're getting anywhere. You know what would be great is if they all fist fight over some other dude on, somewhere along the route. That would be lovely. Because they're definitely going to go to bars and, like... Randomly, and they're all there's going to be a night where there more than one of them wants to fuck the same dude. I mean, look, just simple like we we've figured this out already. Like the whoever, whatever it is that's attractive about one of them mm-hmm. is attractive about all of them. 
Like, whatever dude is going to want to fuck one of them is probably going to want to fuck... Because none of them are that hot. Yeah. They're all all right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't throw any one of these girls out of bed. You know what's the funniest to me is, like, finding... Like, later on, when mm-hmm. those girls turn, like, 27, 28, mm-hmm. right? And, like, they don't hang out with that friend group as much anymore. Okay. And they still talk about the hot one uh-huh. as if, like, you can tell, like, oh, this is the one who you deferred to all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's the one who you consider. They all always hate that girl. And it's like, later. you... And they hate her, and it's like, not... I, I've no, I know groups of girls, yeah. Like you said, like, I know groups of girls that have that girl. Right, but this is the fun one to me where it's like when you didn't grow up with them and you don't know the whole group, when you meet the whole group and you're like, wait, that's the hot one? Because she was hot. Maybe. And then she rested on our laurels. I guarantee there was something about her when they were 25 that made her striking, that faded quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like, but I think that's, but it's always so funny like when you meet those girls, like when you talk to those girls now, they always hate that girl now. The girl who was like the forceful hot one that like led them to places. They're just like, oh, she sucks. She's not even like really our friend anymore. We just like, kind of still hang out with her. And it's like, you hate her because of you hate yourself. It's like when people like hate a music that they loved when they were kids. The music doesn't necessarily suck. You just hate yourself when you were super into Metallica, dude. Yeah, you just got old. Yeah. No, it's not even that you got old. I think like when it comes to like, I, I've all the, like, I know these kids that were like metalheads when they were young. I was like, I think you just hated yourself as a metalhead. Like, this music is exactly the same. As somebody who's never a huge fan of it, I could still like it here and there when I hear it. There, so, def- there definitely is some aspect, though, especially with the hot chick thing, where it's like <laughs> they're looking at it from the lens of, like, oh, I used to be, like, this chick used to be the hot one. Now she's eh. Well, cause what she, does that she say probably, about She me? probably had kids a little early, and she rested on The hot chick oftentimes doesn't realize she's the hot chick. No, but what I'm saying... She thinks she's the best one. No, the point I'm making is, like, I'm saying, like, it's fucked up for me to watch Conor McGregor not be Conor McGregor anymore because we're the same age. Uh, Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's like, it's that level, I think, that hits with them somewhere in that lizard brain where it's like, it goes from, we're looking at you because you're the hot one to resenting that person because it's like, wait, you used to be the hot one. And you look like this now. There's no way I'm as hot as I was when I was 20. You know what I'm saying? So it's like their own internalized shit again. I see what you're saying. That makes fucking sense. Oh, so now they're looking down on themselves more because of the hot one. Yeah, like the hot one's fall from grace is just an outward projection of their own insecurities. Mm. I think we got to the bottom of that one. I need to go. Shout out to these I need to go. All right, moving on. Gonna be a real problem if we don't. If Chris, we, I need to go, dude. How how long has the show been? Chris, it, it's it, fifty one minutes. It's seven forty five right now. I need to go. We got this. Ask the good. I told you seven thirty, Chris. This is unreasonable. It's not my fault. The monitor didn't work, and Tony stood you up. Chris, I why why should the seven billion people that listen to this show suffer? Mike, look. All right, we'll go. We'll save this, Ginger Ninja. You're gonna have to wait till next week for your. For your, for your uh, you know, that's a fucking big fan of all the things we do. I'm sorry, Ginger Ninja. Thank you for tagging me on Instagram today. That that looks amazing, what you're cooking. I do want the wild boar meat, but we'll get to your ass the goon next week. I want the wild boar organ meat. I'm saying it on the show. I'll email you. But, you know, you can follow me and Mike. You follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Instagram, Twitter. Follow Mike at the M Harrington on both of those platforms. Give us a rating and review. And go buy the shirt, podcastmerch.com. Go get the Notes of a Goon merch. It's our first piece of merch. Fucking show the people that you fucking love the show. Fucking do it. Show our fucking people that we work with. All right? 
Mike has to go to work. He's very mad at Tony and probably me a little bit. A little bit, Mike? I'm furious with you. Good night. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Oh, Little girl